Hello, this is Laura Camacho, the communication coach at Mixonian Institute, and welcome to the Speak Up Podcast. This is episode 75, and the topic is Crush Your Next High Stakes Conversation. While any conversation is an opportunity to learn and build relationships, some have more at stake. It could be a career step or a sale, like to pay the orthodontist, financing your startup, or maybe a new hire. If you think about it, uh, so many good things come to us through conversations. So a high-stakes conversation is one where disagreement about priorities and desired outcomes is expected. For some leaders, merely asking for help is always a high-stakes conversation because the person is not comfortable appearing to need assistance. One woman we'll call Vicki successfully navigated her executive career path in a Fortune 100 company for 15 years. Then, as often happens, she hit the proverbial wall. Because she didn't handle new challenges well, she ended up being reallocated to a smaller and less strategic division. Yet during this exceptionally turbulent and stressful period in her career, she never asked for a mentor or a coach or direction. She does, you know, sucked it up, as they say. So some people consider asking for help to be a sign of weakness instead of an opportunity for collaboration, or maybe they just fear being turned down. The reality is most people actually like to help. Mastering this skill of steering the high-stakes conversation makes you recession-proof, objection-proof, and competition-proof. So there's three approaches to this. One is relationships first, business second. No matter what the outcome of the conversation, you want to build the relationship with your conversation partners. This point of view relieves pressure as you shift your perspective from success or fail versus relationship builder, regardless of the immediate result. Understanding the importance of the relationship means you understand the importance of doing your research. Search LinkedIn or the website for the person's most recent achievement so you can make a meaningful comment on it. That's the show me that you know me in action, and it smooths the road to getting what you want. Doing homework means you're prepared, and being prepared equals confidence, which equals a competitive advantage. Number two, know your desired outcome. What specifically do you really want to happen as a result of this conversation? Or in broader terms, how do you want the relationship to develop? A lot of times you don't get what you want immediately, but through this so-called conversation fail, you do build up the relationship that, so that you're winning in other ways, and you may actually get what you were wanting in the first place later on. Your desired outcome is easily framed as what you want your audience to feel about you, to know about your topic, and to do as a result. Happily, there is a specific tool for this, and I call it the Feel No Do. And I have, that was my most popular Forbes article to date. Essential messaging for non-storytellers. All right, number three, prepare for multiple conversation pathways. So think about it. What are you going to do if the person says, hell to the yes, after you ask? It does happen. So you want to have next steps in mind, no matter what direction the, the conversation moves. 
It's your job to steer this conversation, even if it's not moving in your ideal direction. That is where skill and conversation determines the ultimate outcome. What will you do if you get a no? Sometimes no means not now or I need more information. But you want to have your next step in mind for this scenario as well. So here are three examples of follow-up to a no. Number one, thank you for carefully considering my proposal. I really appreciate your taking the time to meet with me. I'll check back in six months to see if anything has changed. Or number two, thank you for setting up this interview. What What recommendations do you have to make me a stronger candidate in the future? Three, thank you for looking at this proposal. Is there anyone you think would be interested in this project? What will you do if the person says, let me think about it, which happens all the time. Your next step might be to set a date for follow-up or make sure there's no lingering questions that you could answer right now. Just like with everything else, practice with high-stakes conversation raises your skill level. So look for opportunities to develop this proficiency. And one way is to ask for small things. I mean, teeny tiny. I started by asking for water with no eyes when in a restaurant, even if the waiter had just brought me a, a glass of water with ice. So if you practice asking for things before it's mission critical, you'll be ahead when the next true high stakes conversation pops up on your calendar. You'll become the essential, priceless, and irreplaceable professional. And if you want help with this, that's what I'm here for. I, I do coaching on it for individuals and group classes and companies. So check out the website at www.mixonian.com. And remember that Mixonian is spelled M as in Mary, I-X-O-N-I-A-N. And have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.